Psalms 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word of God is light to all those who choose it. It clearly answers the elementary questions continually pondered by man. Where do I come from? Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? It takes the committed believer on a beautiful journey through excellent development, fulfillment, and finally eternal life in Christ Jesus. Those who reject the counsel of the living God find themselves in darkness groping for the door. Have you entered through the door? John chapter 10, verse 7 through 9. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and he shall go in and out and find pasture. Would you like to be born again? Would you like to know this Christ of glory today? Click on the Further with Jesus for a formal introduction. It will be the best day of your life. Now for today's subject. God said, James chapter 1, verse 26, If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. God said, James chapter 3, verses 5 through 13, Even so the tongue is a little member, and boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea is tamed, and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either of vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. Man said, what does the Bible have to offer us in this enlightened, sophisticated world? It's just a bunch of archaic writings penned by mere men. Now the record. The following email came from CJ. Dear God said, man said dot com. Some of my friends question me about cursing since they do it often. One of them actually suggests that the Holy Lord and Savior Jesus Christ thought of cursing as something that benefits or helps one become more righteous. I know this is not true because of Ephesians 4.29, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. If you could help me with this problem, I would sure most graciously appreciate it. Thank you and God bless. P.S. Please reply on your weekly webcast as soon as possible. C.J.'s issue may appear elementary on the surface, but on it hinges the principles of life. The Word of God teaches that we are literally made out of words. He simply spoke all things into existence. You and I are absolutely a compilation of words. The words that we speak are extremely consequential, and that means in the now and also eternally. The following list of feature articles on this website proves the reliability of this mind-boggling principle. How critical are words? Romans chapter 10, verse 10, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Revelation 12, 11, 
And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Hosea chapter 14, verse 2. Take with you words, and turn to the Lord. Say unto him, Take away all iniquity, and receive us graciously, so will we render the calves of our lips. The Holy Scriptures pay much attention to the words we speak. Words are spiritual entities and are contagious. Spoken words put things into motion. Entire nations are galvanized into action by spoken words, good or evil. James chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature and is set on fire of hell. Words are contagious. Words come with company. God commands the children of Israel not to even mention the names of heathen gods. Exodus chapter 23, verse 13. And in all things that I have said unto you, be circumspect, and make no mention of the name of other gods, neither let it be heard out of thy mouth. Second Timothy chapter 2, verses 16 and 17. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness, and their word will eat as doth a canker. Evil words increase unto more ungodliness. These words are compared to a canker, which is a virulent corroding ulcer or a cancer. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 2 through 4, And walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to, a God, to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication... And all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. God's emphasis on the power and importance of words is proven correct in all aspects of this life. This is just another certification of his perfect counsel. An understanding of the spiritual nature of words is critical to victorious living. Satan's license to work destruction in a human's life is hooked to the way that person handles Satan's words. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walking, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. There are people whom Satan may devour. Keep in mind the law of first occurrence, which in etymology, the study of words, states that a word's primary definition is established in its first use. Consider the first day that sin and death entered the human experience. Words were at the center of the issue. Our great-great-grandmother Eve was engaged in conversation by Satan. Satan challenged God's words with his own contrary words. In an act of unbelief and disobedience induced by false words, Eve ate the forbidden fruit and gave also to her husband. They both died spiritually that very day and found themselves ejected from paradise. When Satan walks about seeking whom he may devour, he is looking for those who entertain his words, and his words eat like a canker, a violent, corroding ulcer, a cancer. The gates of death are entered by yielding to words, Satan's. Conversely, the gates of life are entered by yielding to God's words. This is the 180-degree principle. Words are surely serious, serious business, and the words that come out of our mouths dictate the camp to which we yield. A considerable percentage of the cursing that takes place is using the Lord's name in vain. Exodus chapter 20, verse 7, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. God places serious consequences on the words we speak. 
A Christian must strive to maintain a wholesome conversation. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12, verses 34 and 35, O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. Proverbs 10.32 The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked speaketh frowardness. Psalms 59.12 For the sin of their mouth and the words of their lips, let them even be taken in their pride, and for cursing and lying which they speak. James chapter 3 verse 2, If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man, and also able to bridle the whole body. C.J. gave good, sound, biblical counsel. The friends mentioned in the email would do well to take heed, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh life words or death words. God said, James 1.26, If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. God said, James 3.5-13, Even so the tongue is a little member. And boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea is tamed, and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, uh, berries excuse me, either a vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. Man said, what does the Bible have to offer us in this enlightened, sophisticated world? It's just a bunch of archaic writings penned by mere men. Now you have the record. <laughs>